Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. Listening to the Funky Farm Girl podcast. I'm Jenny Veliki, your host, also known as the Funky Farm Girl, and this is episode 73 Holiday Pep Talk. Welcome back. This week we are about seven days or less away from the Thanksgiving holiday, and so we have roughly a week of preparation to um, start getting everything lined up. And so I want to encourage you, one, begin to make a timeline now. If you have not taken your turkey out of the freezer and put it into your refrigerator to begin thawing, do that right now. Pause this podcast, go do that, and come back and listen. Are you back? Okay, great. That turkey takes 24 hours for every five pounds of weight so that tells you about how long it takes to thaw it so please make sure that you get your turkey thawed as early as you possibly can Um, another thing I want to remind you of is to work ahead because you're going to give your future self the gift of a stress-free Thanksgiving because you're going to work ahead starting now what are things that you can begin to do so that when Thanksgiving Day comes, you're not trying to do everything all at once. Okay, so begin to think through what you're serving or what you're preparing and bringing to a meal and make sure you have your ingredients. Go ahead and get started on as many things as you possibly can. Give your future self that gift. Okay, so before we jump into the beginning of the holiday season, because If you didn't start celebrating the holidays right after Halloween, you definitely will right after Thanksgiving. And so this is going to be the kickoff of this season. And as we do that, I want to help us get into a proper mindset of what this season is really about and how we need to approach it. I think that for us as women, we are the ones, we are the keepers of the food. We are the keepers of the home. It is up to us to wrap the gifts. It is up to us to buy the gifts. It is up to us to send the cards. It is up to us to make the food. It is up to us to plan the celebrations. And that's a lot on us. And we can see that either as a season of everything is piling down on me and I am stressed out. Or we can see this for what it really is. This is our time to shine. These are the skills and things that we quietly do all year long. And in this part of the season, they're on display a little bit more than they normally are. Now, you still may not get all the accolades that you're hoping for. And we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But this is that season where... You get to love on your family big time. 
you get to spoil them. And if we can look at it that way rather than, oh, all this stress and stuff that just got dumped on me and why is no one else doing this? Um, it's really going to make a difference in your holiday if you're able to get that mindset set correctly. So there's a few stumbling blocks that can keep us from that peaceful mindset, from that mindset of, oh, I get to. And so I want to talk about those today um, and give you some things that I want you to keep in mind. So four things, and we will just jump right in and start with number one, which is limit your expectations. And the first thing we're going to do is limit our expectations of the holiday season. Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook and all the things are going to show you what um, all the different ideas, all the different things that you can do. There's, you know, here's a list of 10 holiday appetizers you can make. Here's the five best holiday dips. Here's seven different ways to wrap a Christmas gift with reclaimed things in your home um you know it just goes on and on how many christmas bucket lists have you seen already how many different recipes for homemade hot cocoa have you seen just because we see all the things doesn't mean that we need to do all the things we need to dial back our expectations and lower those expectations because if we go overboard on the plans we're going to be overstressed And if we're overstressed, nobody's holiday is going to be happy, y'all. Let's just face it. So what we need to do is sit down with our families and ask them, what's your must-haves? What do you really, really, really hope that we absolutely do? You're going to be completely and totally bummed if we don't get it. And then what what really is not that big a deal to you? What are you like, eh? I'll be there, I'll show up, I'll do it, but it's not exactly my favorite, I wouldn't be disappointed if we skipped it, kind of a thing. And if you can have that conversation in an objective way, and listen to what each of your kids and your husband are saying, you can knock some things off your list that have been on there and maybe make you feel stressed. And, or... You can narrow it down to the things that are most important to those people and concentrate on that. And if you can lower your expectation of, I don't have to do all the things, I can make this holiday simpler and I can still um, serve my family and honor their wishes well, um, then that's a win. So some examples of that. We used to have two very awesome traditions. And one of them we still do, and one of them we dropped. Um, First of all, we used to load up the car, and I would make a couple thermoses with some hot chocolate in it. Everybody would have a little bag of popcorn or a little treat bag with some Christmas goodies in it. Maybe it was Christmas cookies that we had made that we had around, or maybe it was a couple pieces of Christmas candy or a little bit of Christmas M&Ms or something like that something super simple and their hot chocolate and they would wear their pajamas and we would get in the car and we would go and look at the Christmas lights now I will tell y'all that I'm sure you're thinking of like little bitty kids doing this 
And I'm telling y'all that even my teenagers still really love to do this. They may or may not still wear their pajamas out in public. I'm not going to call them out on that. But they still love to load up the car and go look at the Christmas lights with the hot cocoa and the and the treats. And so that is something that I definitely want to make a priority this year because it's something that they do enjoy. Now last year we had this tradition for several years where the first night that the tree was up everybody slept out in the living room under the Christmas tree. And when I say everybody I mean the children because honestly I'm not sleeping on the floor or on the couch if I can help it. So um, all the kids would sleep out underneath the Christmas tree and last year one by one each of them got up and went and got in their comfortable bed instead. With teenagers they really value their sleep and so that is a tradition that has fallen by the wayside because as they've gotten older that's gotten less important. So that's one thing off my list I don't have to worry about getting out the air mattress and setting up the living room and making sure that everything is cleared out so that they can sleep in there and making sure that the movie that they want to watch is set up and all those kinds of things now we can just skip that because it's not as important um when you think about holiday cards I had one of my Instagram followers who said well I always get stressed out about holiday cards taking that one perfect shot for the Christmas cards. Okay, if you can't do that, or if the thought of that stresses you out, look through and find a picture of each of the people in your family from through the year. Maybe it's something significant, like my daughter Gracie graduated this year and I could use one of her senior portraits. Um, or maybe it's just your favorite photo of them from this year and do a photo collage instead then you're taking the whole we've got to get matching outfits and we've got to find somewhere to do it and we've got to find somebody to take the picture and then we've got to do it based on the time and the and the lighting and the weather and the getting everybody's schedules coordinated so that we can all be there on the same day um you can throw all that out the window and do collage picture of each of your family members. Um, and that will lower your expectations of the holiday season. So think through different things like that and think, how can I make this simpler? How can I not overdo this? How can I not go overboard in this one thing? Um, and lower your expectations of what it is that you're hoping for the holiday season. On top of that, let's lower your expectations of your family. Okay, I want to remind you, this season is not about you. This is a season of serving and of loving your family. We are celebrating the Lord in this season. And so we want to emulate him. And one of the ways we do that is by loving others and putting others first. And so... You're going to be putting in a lot of work. You're going to be putting in a lot of extra hours. And most of what you do is going to be enjoyed, but it might not be applauded. You might have somebody go, thanks mom, as they're running out the door. But you most likely are not going to get the accolades or the 
recognition that you hope for or would think that you deserved. And I just want to be real with you. These are tugs in my own heart as well. This is something that especially last year I really struggled with. Um, that everybody else's season was all about relaxing and being wonderful and having so much fun and enjoying everything. And I was the coordinator that made it all happen and really didn't enjoy much of it because I was too busy planning the next thing. And so I'm lowering my expectations of what I expect out of this holiday season. And I'm going to also lower my expectations of how I want my family to respond to the things that I'm doing. Because... We need to be able to serve with no expectation of recognition. And quite honestly, I don't want my kids to know that I was up till 2 a.m. working on something for them. I don't want them to know that it took me four and a half hours to bake some special thing that we had for Christmas breakfast. Um, Because my family, knowing my kids, will look at me and go, Oh, I'm sorry, Mom. You didn't have to do that. And while that is sort of accolades, it's also a little bit of a guilt trip. And that's not where I want to go. I don't want my kids to be aware of the cost of what I'm doing for them. Because I want to serve them. I want to love them well. And that doesn't mean saying, look at me. What am I doing for you? Look at what I'm doing for you. Isn't this wonderful what I'm doing for you? Um, This is quietly serving and quietly bringing the magic and letting the magic do its thing and not being like, ha, come and pat me on the back for that magic. So I really hope that this point especially is one that you girls and women will just grab hold of and say, I want to let go of the expectations of my family to validate the work that I'm doing. This is my role. This is my purpose. This is my joy to get to make this season magical. And I would do it even if none of them ever said thank you. Now, of course, you know that they're going to occasionally. But what we need to do is let go of our expectations of how they do that and how often they do that and what that should look like. Okay? Um, when your kids look back on their childhood, what do you want them to say about the holidays? Do you want them to talk about the magical moments and the things that were wonderful? Or do you want them to say, man, when the holidays came, my mom was just a beast. She was up till two in the morning. She was cranky all the time. All she did was drink coffee and get frustrated and we would have a party and she'd scream at us right before everybody got there because she was so stressed out which which mom do you want to be which mom do you want them to remember do you want them to remember the wonderful things that you did um, as far as being able to recount the memories of the wonderful things that you made happen for them through the holidays or do you want them to be looking at you And what you did and how you responded and what your attitude was. I think we would all agree that we want them to remember the memory part more than remember us and our part in it. So, the other thing that you need to lower your expectations of is your schedule. 
we need to make sure that we are keeping other activities and projects and things like that to a minimum so that we can focus our attention on creating joy for the holiday. Um, When you're working on a big project any other time of the year, you pare back on everything else so that you have time to work on that. When I'm harvesting my garden and doing all the canning, we eat on paper plates. We minimize going places and doing extra things um, until we get through that season. And so the same thing can be applied here. If you need to eat on paper plates and that makes you feel guilty, go get some with Christmas pictures on them. You'll be fine. Um, Don't try really hard not to take on new stuff during this time and keep it minimal on your schedule as far as other things going on. You don't want to be committed to so many other things that there's no room for celebrating the holidays. So be sure to create that margin and make room. Lower your expectations of what your schedule is going to be like. This is not going to be your most productive time of the year for projects and personal goals and all that kind of thing. This is the time to focus on serving your family and creating those holiday memories. So we're going to lower our expectations of the holiday, of our family, and of our schedules. Okay, Number two thing that we're going to do. We're going to remember the reason for the season. When we're able to keep our focus on celebrating the fact that the Savior became God with us. That helps us serve with joy. When we remember that Christmas is that Jesus became God with us. That he was Jesus was skin on then we can more joyfully be Jesus with skin on to our family and to our friends and to our neighbors. When we remember that it's not about accolades from family and it's also really not about accolades from social media. You know, we don't, we don't want to be the highlight reel for somebody else and we don't want to cause them um, to falsely think way better of us than we actually are because oh I can't wait to put this on social media and impress everybody that's not why we're here that's not why we do what we do this is not about accolades from social media this is not about accolades from your family like we just talked about this is about celebrating the fact that the Savior became God with us and when we can keep that in the center When we can focus on activities and things that bring Jesus front and center, then it's so much easier to serve with the right heart. It is so much easier to do this joyfully and sacrificially for our family when we remember who came and what he did for us. So, number two is remember the reason for the season. So, number one, lower your expectations. Number two, remember the reason for the season. And number three, avoid the comparison trap. Like we just said, you might be fishing for accolades on social media. But you may also be setting the bait for another mom to struggle with how she's doing because hers doesn't measure up. And we can look at other people's and uh, whether it be on pinterest or whether it be on instagram or wherever it is we can look at them and we can think oh 
I wish I had that or I wish I could do that or I wish my kids were all in coordinating things. Um, matching family pajamas, y'all, is such a thing now. And I remember I probably had 40 wonderful Christmases before I'd ever even heard of matching family pajamas. And I've lived all of this time having never had matching family pajamas. And guess what? Every Christmas has been merry anyway. Social media puts an incredible amount of pressure on us to create absolutely magical, over-the-top, wonderful Christmases that are full of perfection. And guess what? We're not perfect. If, if you need to use paper plates, like I said, that's fine. Go ahead and use those. If you prefer to use your china just because you have this conviction that it's beautiful place settings and, and you don't want them to just sit in a cabinet and collect dust, use your china. Don't worry about what your neighbor's doing. Don't worry about what your friends are doing. Don't worry about trying to measure up to what anyone else is doing. The people that you are serving is your family. And what they want and what's important to them is what's most important to your family at Christmas time. You need to be able to focus on their priorities, their needs, their wants. They don't want a perfect Pinterest Christmas, especially if it comes with that overstressed mom that we talked about in the first thing to remember. So, do what works for your family. If you want to rock the china, go ahead. But if you can embrace the paper plates, then be happy with that. If you want to do matching family pajamas, more power to you. I opt out of that one and I don't feel a bit of regret for it. But just remember that social media is adding a lot of pressure. Not just to you, but to the other moms around you. Let's be moms who lift each other up. Let's be moms who share the real highlights. Not just the Instagram-worthy things. Um, share the aftermath of making Christmas cookies. Um, share that you buy your Christmas cookie dough pre-made. Whatever you need to do um, to make special memories with your family. Do that and don't worry about whether or not it's what other people are doing. Avoid the comparison trap. Comparison is the thief of joy, and this season is full of joy. So let's not compare and lose that. And number four, our final four um, of the things that we want to remember as we are trying to just get our mindset right at the beginning of the holiday season is we think of all the work that we have coming up and all the things that we're going to do. The thing that I want you to do is to be aware of areas of weakness or your tendency to, sh to get stressed, to snap. Let's just call it what it is. Where are you tending to fail and sin before a party? When you're making a big meal? When you're... Um, when you have a disaster in the kitchen, 
you're baking and something just completely burns or falls apart? How are you dealing with difficult or challenging people during the holiday season? Maybe you have a relative that you're going to have to interact with at a family function. How do we make sure that we are aware of areas of weakness or a tendency to sin? Where are we likely to stumble and fall? Where are we likely to stress and snap and get angry or testy or frustrated or stressed? If you can identify those areas in the beginning, then you can work towards um, changing those reactions. So first of all, when you have a day... If it's something that you can see coming, um, like interacting with a challenging relative or um, hosting a party that day, that morning, make some time to have some focused prayer that God will bring you a heart of peace, that God will give you a heart of joy, that God will smooth out the way before you and that he will bless your efforts to bless the people in your home with hospitality. Um. Ask the Lord to give you the proper view of hospitality so that it is about being the hands and feet of Jesus and serving others well and not about look at me and look at what I've done. Um, so if, if we can approach the day that way, um, if we can ask the Lord to help us to be humble and to listen um, when we have a challenging relative or if we can ask the Lord to give us an exit strategy if we need one. Um, when different situations arise that we need to step away from. So that we can still be kind and be loving to difficult family members. So we want to begin the day with focused prayer. And then we also want to make a plan ahead of time of how to respond in the heat of the moment. Don't wait until the moment comes to decide how you're going to respond. Because believe me, the first thing out of your mouth is going to be a knee-jerk reaction. And that's going to come from the humanness in your heart and not from the Savior. And so we need to stop and think before we're in that situation. Okay, when your cake burns and ruins dessert for your meal when you're 20 minutes from the party starting and you break your punch bowl on the kitchen floor when you have the relative who's really needling you and maybe challenging some of the things that you believe or some of the things that you do what is your strategy with that? What is going to be your response? And if you can determine ahead of time, when adversity comes, when stressful situations come, this is how I'm going to respond. This is how I'm going to process it. This is how I'm going to deal with the situation so that I'm leaning on Jesus and not acting out of my own fleshly desires and causing myself to sin. So how can you do that. In those different situations. We are the thermometers of our homes. We set the temperature and we set the atmosphere. 
And it is up to us to determine now how we want that to be this holiday season. Do we want a woe is me Christmas? Do we want a peaceful Christmas? Do we want a loud, boisterous, celebratory, wonderfully kooky and weird Christmas because we're so thankful to have another one to celebrate? What's good for you may not be what's good for someone else this year. Um, Some of you need to be really kind to yourself and because you've walked through tragedy or grief or disappointment this year and you're in a much different place than you were this time last year so this may be a grieving holiday where what you need to do is lay low and be kind and gentle with yourself and with your family and you just need to like gather around each other and hold on to each other through it Um, or it may be that it's time to celebrate because the Lord has done good things and It's time to acknowledge those good things and to celebrate who he is. And so maybe this is a season that calls for a lot of celebration for you. Maybe this season has been so full and so overscheduled and so stimulating and that you're completely worn out. What you want more than anything is peace. And so maybe you focus on the quieter, softer Christmas songs. Maybe you focus on candlelight and soft soft and soothing things and scriptures read and quiet time at church and candlelight services maybe that's what your focus needs to be this year there's so many different ways to celebrate the the holidays not just the different activities and the different things that we can eat and drink and go and do but the atmospheres in our home And like I said, we are the thermometers. We regulate the temperature in the atmosphere. So are we going to be warm and inviting? Or are we going to be stressful and hot-tempered? Are we going to be cool and withdrawn? What kind of holiday do you want to have? Um, It is up to us. We are the keepers of the home. We are the keepers of the food. And we are the celebrators of the holidays. So in order to help you along with all the different things that come with coordinating a holiday celebration with your family, I want to remind you to go back and listen to last year's episodes from the Homestead Holiday Series. It's a four-part series. If you go back, I believe it's roughly about episode 40-ish or so. Um, I did not look up the specific episodes, but um, I do have a guide that lists all of them and what they're about on Instagram. I will be sharing that guide this week in my stories, so you can check for it there. And I will be sharing some links to the specific episodes in my stories when I share about those different episode summaries. So be sure to look for that. Um, And I will also have coming up soon the Homestead Holiday Playlist so that you can get in the holiday spirit. Um, Be sure to look for the link for that in the show notes. And also on Instagram in the link in my profile. 
so that you can celebrate the holidays homestead style all season long. So, just a reminder, there will be no episode next week because it is Thanksgiving and I will be spending that time with my family. So, until the next time we're together, please remember when I count my blessings, I count you twice. Thanks for being here. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted.